0: Welcome to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, your premier resource for buying, owning, and investing in Winnipeg's real estate market. And now here's your host, Adrian Schultz, who loves all things real estate, property management, and mortgage financing. On today's episode of the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast, I'm joined by Jeff Davis, and uh, now, Jeff,
1: is it the Davis Real Estate Team? I think we're technically called the Claude Davis Real Estate Team, but I'm, I'm here as our representative today, I suppose. <laughs> and who's Claude for our listeners who don't know? Sure. So I am a second-generation real estate agent. My dad is Claude Davis. He's been in the business since the late 70s, although he might get mad at me for telling you that. So uh, that's a little bit about you and your business. Can you tell us about the neighborhood
0: that you specialize in?
1: Sure. So we're based out of the uh, Royal Page Dynamic Office on Cordon Avenue in the heart of River Heights. And certainly my business takes me all over the city and most frequently, I'd say in the south central neighborhoods uh, with a real focus on the River Heights neighborhood.
0: So what makes River Heights unique compared to other parts of Winnipeg?
1: I think a big part of it is its location in the city. It's it's a very central neighborhood. It's, it's very quick to get downtown um, to a lot of shopping and, and other businesses like that, while also retaining some of the aspects that people like about more suburban living, generally have nice big yards in River Heights. You know, you have room to put a double garage on your yard and also still have some green space behind the house, which is nice, but people see you know nicer commutes, more of a community feel and walkable neighborhood than you would get further south in, in the suburbs.
0: What do you think is the most significant thing that has changed in River Heights over the last decade?
1: So one of the things we've seen become a much bigger factor uh, is the the influx of infill development in the neighborhood. For the most part, that is older homes that maybe have structural issues uh, being torn down and, and newer homes built on those lots. Uh, one issue that's been quite divisive in the area, I would say, is the subdivision of some of those lots, especially in the more western parts of the neighborhood, like Centennial Street, for example, where they'll take a 50-foot lot and turn it into 225s. There was also the newer townhouse-style condo development along the old train tracks on the western side of the area, as well as a uh, soccer field on Grosvenor Avenue on the, on the west side uh, that was turned into about 30 uh, high-end infill homes as well about five years ago. So yeah, I think that's been, you know, there's, there's people on both sides, obviously pro new development and, and nice high-end homes coming into the area and people who kind of like the status quo and push back a little bit against the size of some of these infill houses and the, uh, the different architectural styles as well.
0: And I know there, there's sometimes a play on words, Crescentwood and River Heights. Could you just sort of draw us
1: a visual boundary of what you consider to be the official River Heights? I can, and I've, I have a strong opinion about this because I grew up in Crescentwood, and everybody assumed it, it was River Heights, but it's not; it's Crescentwood. So I consider the the eastern boundary of River Heights to be Cambridge, and east of Cambridge, kind of in the area where Kelvin St Mary's High Schools are, that would be Crescentwood. Crescentwood was the earlier development in roughly 1905, I believe that was subdivided off, and the the boundaries of that included what is is now considered Crescentwood, as well as uh, Oxford and Waverly Streets. Uh, which is kind of the northeastern corner of River Heights. Wellington Crescent would be the, the northern boundary, uh, Taylor Avenue on the south, and then Keniston Highway on the west side.
0: Okay. Right now, obviously, we're experiencing a bit of a shortage of available inventory, but people still need to move, and they need to upsize, and they need to downsize. That being in mind, what
1: is the price
0: range for an average family home in, in River Heights
1: today. Sure, I listened to your episode with uh, Tom Goodfellow and I liked how he did a, a pre and uh, I suppose para pandemic price. So I, I have numbers from 2021 and from 2019 and we do see a, a big increase during that time frame, which is probably unsurprising. So average in 2021 of single family detached, so that's excluding multifamily or, or duplexes was 495 um so it's it's pushed up to almost half a million dollars on average. Now I also pulled the median price which is only 435. So it's been over a decade since I took stats in university but what that means is still more than half of houses selling are are under 450. So there is you know in the in the 350 to 400 range you can still get into the neighborhood into a nice bungalow for example as a as a starter home and then all the way of course some of the some of the highest-end real estate in Winnipeg is in River Heights, especially along the river on Wellington Crescent. So there's a huge range in the area, but still accessible, I think, for those first-time buyers. That price of 435 by the way, is up from 380 which was the median in, in 2019. So we've seen a, a significant increase in those two years.
0: Now, being in, in the real estate industry, you're probably seeing you know, people not only upsizing or moving, but also making improvements to their homes, right? Because we're staying home more. Do you find when you're working with clients that are looking for a home, do you find that what they're looking for has changed
1: in the last couple of years? And what has changed? I mean, we're all considering home offices nowadays, I suppose, and we we certainly weren't two years ago people are have spent so much time in their homes the last couple of years it you really needed to be more a more comfortable space. So, yeah, I'd say that, you know, can we get away from each other once in a while? Do we have the space to do that? <laughs> pretty, pretty important, I think. Do I have the the opportunity to work from the house comfortably and and not be like sitting on the the end of my bed while I work for eight hours a day? That kind of thing I think has become really important. Yeah. We both have kids, so we can appreciate
0: this. Uh, We ourselves, my wife and I, we renovated our basement during the pandemic or or, or cleaned it up just so there was like more space to play, right? Not for her and I, but for the kids. And also the backyard. Like, I don't think we've ever landscaped as much as we did in the last two years. And that's just so we were fortunate enough to have a nice big yard so that we could, in fact, stay at home if we needed to. And you, know, you think about the kind of homes that people were looking for before, and you want sort of like maximum square footage of a home. But I think people now are also taking into consideration, again, the size of the yard in case they need to stay home, which is which is kind of interesting. Do you find that River Heights, well, you've mentioned it. So in River Heights, you've got sort of the beginning, the mid and the high end range. Is it sometimes a challenge for a young family to choose a home in River Heights that they're going to be able to afford? Or do you find that, you know, it sort of caters to all needs?
1: It is. I mean, there's such a variety of of style of house and price range. I mean the the original developments basically range from about 1905 to the to the mid-60s is when you get further south in the area. And then now with those infill homes, I mean really it's it's 110 years worth of different styles and and sizes of home in the area. It, it is a challenge. It's, it's very in demand. I find when I meet with new buyers to start looking for a house, it's often the first neighborhood they mention when they're considering different areas. You know so depending on budget, depending on what people need as far as size, number of bedrooms, that sort of thing, it, to, to be honest, sometimes there, there can be better value to be found outside of the neighborhood because you do to some extent you pay to be in River Heights because it does have that very central location and, and high desirability.
0: Yeah, and I think a bit of cachet as well, as do many other neighborhoods. Uh, for sure, uh, we used to live in Armstrong Point, right? But I refer to it as Wolseley now. But we were so central, you know. You needed to go out for dinner, and it was a five or ten minute drive to your favorite downtown restaurant, right? And then we moved, and and we moved out into Tuxedo, and we're always thinking like. Where do we go? Like there are options, but not nearly as many as there are living in River Heights or right and around or, or Crescentwood, because I, I know we we chatted about that. Yeah. So I guess what do you love most about River Heights?
1: So I love, I mean, from the, the real estate perspective, I love that variety, you know. I love that I can show somebody a the bungalow built in 1931 one day, and then we can go see a like a cool mid-century place built in the early 60s the next day, and, and you're still in the same neighborhood. You have those those nice big yards like we talked about. You have the opportunity to spend time outside, but it's still pretty walkable depending where you are in the neighborhood. There's lots of great restaurants. My personal favorite is Bonfire Bistro on, on Cordon and Waterloo. We used to go there a lot, at least pre, pre-pandemic anyway. That's a classic. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, I... For me, it's like I always think about where I'm going to walk my dog if I if I live in this neighborhood or where I'm going to go for a jog. And from River Heights, you, you even have easy access to Assiniboine Park. Again, you know, going downtown for dinner or, or a show or Jets game or whatever is also very doable from the neighborhood. How do people reach you? Uh, so I can be reached on my cell at uh, 204-955-4320 or uh, Jeff with a G, Jeff Davis at royallepage.ca. And they can also check my, my website at jeffdavis.ca. Thanks for your time today, Jeff. Yeah, thanks very much, Adrian.
0: Thanks for listening to the I Love Winnipeg Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at ilovewinnipegrealestate.ca.